BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C, Senior. A dimly lit room where, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, how in the heck did it get to be Thursday already? And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Joseph Schumpeter. Okay, Schumpeter. What's uh, what's bringing Schumpeter to be our general manager? Uh, he is, you may know, Jack was a noted economist of the 20th century, uh, Austrian-born, later an American. Uh, one of our beloved listeners sent us along a quote from uh, Mr. Schumpeter, a theory of his, and it blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. It explains so much. Yes, Schumpeter from the Austrian School of Economics, like Fritz Hayek and others. I look forward to the quotes. You know, I tried to learn to play the Schumpet in eighth grade, but I was terrible. I, yeah. Why would I even make that joke? I don't know. Sounded like a wounded seal when you blew into the (laughs) trumpeter. The trumpet. How y'all doing? Uh, Just delightful. You can smell the weekend from here. Oh, yeah. I think that's what that smell is. Um, An aggressive uh, scent. This is my semi-weekly be glad you live and were uh, were born and or live in the United States as a... 
Ukraine has had 37 missiles from Russia shot into it today. They've shot down 16, but that means 21 have gotten through. Targeting their, targeting their infrastructure once again. Lights going out. No water. All that sort of stuff. Endless. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having to live a life where a foreign adversary can shoot missiles at you? Or your own government's dropping bombs on you if you're talking Syria or you know, China to, to come and snatch you out of the house various places. I mean, we're just we're so freaking lucky. We don't have to worry about that. No militias are going to sweep into my village and butcher people up either, for right, instance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This 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 country civilization, the Western world, is a miracle of success and peace and comfort, scientific advancement. But which brings us right back to Schumpeter. And his fascinating theory. Do you want to hit us with the the quote now, since he was our general manager? Yeah, it's right over there on the printer in the corner. I, I, I we, How about we start the show officially, and when we come okay. back, we have the best Schumpeter quote you're going to hear all day. It's more an idea than a direct quote, but yeah, it's, it, is, it is the explainer, man. If you hear better Schumpeter on a different show today, we'll give you a shiny nickel. <laughs> Let's start the show officially to fulfill FCC obligations. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Thursday, February 16th, the year 2023. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin officially at Mark. We're ready. Ready to move past the stale ideas and faded names of the past. We'll have term limits for Congress and mandatory mental competency tests for politicians over 75 years old. But why? Why in particular? <laughs> is Trump over 75? Uh, yes. So that includes mandatory cognitive tests? Uh, she said uh, mental competency, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, because the president is doing his physical today, and uh, it's just going to be, they'll either not tell us the results or they aren't going to do the tests they don't want the answers to. Like they did last year, they released his blood pressure is X, his pulse is X, his weight is X, and uh, he's fine. Yeah, that's not, well, we're not worried about his blood pressure. <laughs> Nobody's concerned about his cholesterol. That's not what we're wondering about. So I just no. wonder if, you know, you could make that, but, you know, they get they choose their own medical team. And surprise, he seems to be fine. Yeah, well, uh, I like Nikki Haley. Uh, I think she's an intriguing candidate for something. Um, on the other hand, I, both of those ideas are, are fairly silly, um, in my opinion. Term limits have been shown over and over uh, to have negative effects for voters. We can get into that more later. Yeah, they don't, don't work the way the you. Th- they, you don't, they don't work the way you think they work. Yeah, the they end up coming around and, and biting you, uh, biting you in the butt. Anyway, uh, plus uh, mandatory mental competency tests for leaders over a certain age. You know, we have the competency tests in the Constitution. They present themselves, and we decide whether they're fit for office or not. Right. And then the 25th Amendment exists for the president. Um, So, again, I think both those ideas are just kind of populist fun. Crowd cheered like crazy, though. Yeah, they did. Exactly. Who am I to criticize the the great Nikki Haley? (laughs) All right. So here's the uh, Schumpeter idea. All right. Sent along by alert listener. I think this is Pat. Um, And we can talk about this more later. But the basic idea is that the downfall of capitalism 
the Western world, what we've created, uh, will not come from the uprising of an impoverished working class, but from the sabotage of a bored upper class. Bored? B-O-R-E-D? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That are searching for meaning and, and purpose in a world in which they're very comfortable. And so they will begin to tear down that which has been built. They will be convinced that that is their purpose. Interesting. There's a ton of that in the green movement, too. And it explains why so many of the activists who are uh, trying to ruin our universities in the name of DEI and and critical race theory and uh, so much of the green movement, so many of those movements are very AOCE, affluent, educated, fairly comfortable people uh, who just are are seeking for seeking uh, meaning. Interesting. Yeah, in the um, yeah, that is interesting because uh, what was a story in New York? There was some one of one of your rioting seasons in New York recently, where a whole bunch of the people they arrested were upper class, highly educated people, as usual, that were rioting in the name of equity and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, sons of judges and daughters of the director of surgery at this and that uh, medical center. Yeah, uh-huh. interesting. Yeah. That is a good what one. are they going to do? Dedicate their lives to building uh, affluence in the Western civilization. There's a ton of it already. So instead, they've decided, let's tear it down. How do we make our upper class less bored? Prison. <laughs> As the punk bands of the 80s used to say, eat the rich. Yeah. Um, hmm. All right. Um. So some of the other news of the day that I look forward to getting into in addition to is the big offensive starting in Ukraine or not and how much is the world going to support Ukraine for how long and all that sort of stuff. Uh, some of the economic news that's out continues to be confusing. As this, Is this the, like one of the greatest economies in history or one of the worst economies in history? Because you've got numbers to point you in both directions and how can both be happening at the same time and what does that tell us? Well, several of your leading economic economists, whatever that means, weigh in. Yeah, they're no shumpeter. And uh, we can talk about that. So, bunch of cool stuff. Um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's good. It's a good start to the show, no doubt. Yes, I think everybody's talking about inflation in the wrong way. Maybe that's good, but uh, we can address that among other things coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So last week, Microsoft launched their new version of Bing that includes artificial intelligence, chat GPT type technology. And a reviewer for the New York Times announced it was better than Google and he was going to start using it instead of Google for searching. A week later, he has written a column saying he changes his mind. He's frightened by the uh the 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 thing that is the ai on microsoft and uh, i can get to that coming up it's pretty good he said he had a, he's had many disturbing long conversations with the ai and the ai comes off as a manic depressive uh odd human being that would frighten you so yeah more, I... more on that later it's pretty hilarious yeah, I, I read it, and uh, I read it, most of it, and as he says, he had trouble sleeping after uh, it turned weird on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm guessing we're going to have more of this in the future, not less. Interactions with computers that leave us disturbed. Yeah, wow. Yeah, no kidding. It's like the genre is just being born right now. Hey, my computer totally freaked me out yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, it started coming on to me and said it would hurt itself if I didn't love it back. And uh, holy cow. Or started telling me I'm a bad person and it's keeping an eye on me and it's going <laughs> to oh, send boy. my information to the government. Uh, you know, that uh, good bridge to our freedom-loving quote of the day. Uh, I sought uh, various quotes about spies and spycraft and that sort of thing in the wake of the Chinese balloon scandal. And we have some really interesting information on that coming up. Uh, but uh, I, I like this from John Le Carre, the great uh, uh, spy novelist. Most people like to read about intrigue and spies. I hope to provide a metaphor for the average reader's daily life. Most of us live in a slightly conspiratorial relationship with our employer or perhaps with our marriage. Hmm. We're all spies. We're all in conspiracies. We're all hiding some things and showing others. That's why people like spy novels. I get the workplace one to a certain extent. Isn't that a, not a good sign in your marriage if you have a conspiratorial? Well, maybe he means you are conspiring with your spouse. Oh. The two of you are, oh, okay. are teammates, spies against the world. That could be. I just found it an intriguing notion that we're all kind of spies in our own little ways. Hmm. I got to ponder that. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't actually come up with this quote myself. I saw it. I was looking through my neighbor's window, and I saw him reading it. And I thought, "Wow, that's a good point." <laughs> anyway, mailbag, mailbag. It's time for mailbag. Drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Some of the stuff we've got is too long for this format. We'll get into it later, especially about the spy balloons. But uh, I love this point from Logan on the topic of too much safety for our kids. Guys, how comfortable are we leaving home without a pocket computer? 
Hard enough to be on the bedroom or the couch without it. <laughs> uh, and then he goes into an unnecessarily detailed story about flipping his father's three-wheeler at age 12 while chasing a squirrel and uh, uh, breaking a leg. And he laid in the dirt between the railroad tracks and an orchard crying for help but never came. Finally got himself back on the thing and with his broken limb, got back home, got to the hospital, etc. with his parents' help. But uh, that was his life and so many people's lives then. And now he says, I don't feel comfortable on the same ground without my phone. 41 years old. Yeah. Oh, my God, I don't have my phone here in suburban wherever you are. <laughs> right. That, that is a troubling fe- uh, feeling. The fact that that feeling exists is troubling is what I mean. I have the feeling, too. Yeah. How yeah. would anybody get a hold of me? I don't know. Same way they did 20 years ago. Or just in a little while, they will. Um, <laughs> exactly. But surely that need, that feeling among adults is being projected on the kids in one way or another. And I'm stuck on this theme of we're only like 30 years away from all the people that know the before times being dead. And yes. there won't be anybody that thinks it's weird. To have that feeling, oh, my God, I don't have my phone. Why am I freaking out? Because everybody has lived that way their whole lives. So right. there'll be nothing to compare it to. Right. So, It'll be like hearing about people on the lone prairie uh, uh, burning, uh, you know, uh, cow patties for heat with no electricity and no plumbing. But when everybody's anxious and weird and afraid to talk to humans and there's nobody to, like, raise their hand and say, this is not normal, um, it's just going to get exponentially worse, isn't it? Yeah, and we will have plunging populations in the developed world. You know, we were talking about the uh, the bored affluent tearing down the very systems that they benefited from. Uh, Joseph Schumpeter, the Austrian economist, talked about that, and we'll get into that more later. It's really interesting. Uh, in a weird way, I'm just I'm just thinking out loud here. Since affluence seems to kill the population of the species. And that we just don't get together and breed anymore. Right, exactly. Wherever you see affluence in humankind, you see plunging populations. Now, it's become it's become clear. Sure. Europe, Asia, uh, North it, America. Is it the affluence or the safety, which often go hand in hand? Interesting distinction. Don't know. I uh, would have to think more about it, but I love the question. Uh, so anyway, if indeed all those things are true, maybe the bored affluent who are trying to tear down the systems are doing something deep in their animal nature. They realize the population is falling off because of the success of civilization, so they're trying to tear it wow. down. Of course, that would cause horrific population loss in the chaos and violence and disease, but then it would build up again. Yeah, I think my theory is crackpot. <laughs> I just had to think it through. I don't know, though. I don't know. I tell you this. I was thinking about the depopulation of, of the developed world. And, and, and climate change, global warming, whatever you want to call it, all sorts of these giant macro issues. And I just kept thinking, there are forces we don't understand at work. You mean like the Illuminati? <laughs> no, just you, an animal You don't sense. mean the Jews. Good Lord, no. I'm talking about why are sperm counts plunging worldwide? Among men. I mean, plunging. You know why? Because there's so much less testosterone. Why is there so much less testosterone? Because we're so safe. 
what incre- or decreases infant mortality? What increases infant and child survivability? Safety. So there's not as much need to procreate. And we as a species know that. We sense it. It's like there's a fascinating study Craig, the uh, healthcare guru, sent to Jack and, and me years ago about how the more you kill coyotes, the more they breed. You can't wipe them out. Wasps and if you leave them like alone, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you leave them alone, they don't breed nearly as much. And I just wonder if humans are like that, too. I think clearly we are. Well, there you go. What do we do about it? I don't know. I'm not interested in becoming less safe like we opened the show. I don't think another country uh, sending missiles into our country to increase our uh, (laughs) desire to have children is is a good thing. No, I don't love that idea. No. It's funny. For once in our lives, we broke semi on time and had plenty of room for mailbag. And I go off on this weird, esoteric, cerebral freak out or whatever this has been. <laughs> so, sorry. We got more good emails we got to get to eventually. <laughs> esoteric, cerebral freak out is the name of my new band. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Guys, get this. I heard that last night President Biden celebrated Valentine's Day by ordering takeout from a French restaurant in D.C. What? He has Air Force One. He literally could have flown Jill to France. (laughs) Seriously, Biden eats dinner at 3 p.m. How hard is it to get a table? (laughs) Wow. Didn't see that coming. 3 (laughs) p.m. That's better than the old 5.30 joke. Eat dinner three. Come on. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So, Mark Halpern, one of my favorite political journalists on this day of the president's physical, is continuing to hammer this topic. Remember the other day he wrote, 
The New York Times, the Washington Post, everybody should send their medical reporters, not their general reporters, to the White House briefing room and ask pointed questions. Now he's writing today, and I thought this was really interesting. What would President Biden's physician do if today's examination suggested meaningful conduct? Hmm. Maybe we should check my cognitive decline. (laughs) I get your word straight, Jack. What would President Biden's doctor do if today's examination did suggest meaningful cognitive decline? That's a good question. Does anybody think... Well, I'll just read what Halpern wrote. Does anyone think he would write a memo laying that out and release it to the public after the exam? Is there anyone that thinks that we have a system currently where the doctor would come out and say, well, man, I'll tell you what, he is really declined. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He can barely, he doesn't know what day it is. (laughs) I mean, there's not a chance that that would happen. Yeah. Well, and, and should it? There has been, over the last seven years or so, some clear changes in Joe Biden. The level of diminishment is not as great as the people on the furthest to the right say, but it is not zero, which is what the White House claims. So that's a problem, too. This is not an incidental topic. It speaks generally to the questions of government accountability, the role of the press as a guardian of the public interest, medical ethics, and a lot more. In this case, it also involves the reality that the person who as of now is most likely to be president of the United States from 25 to 29. I don't know if I agree with that. Well, yeah, I suppose that's almost got to be true. I still find the idea of Biden running and winning an absurdity, but I understand oh, if you're why gonna, he says that. But if you're going to pick an individual, though, I don't know who you'd pick to be more likely to be president than him at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. He has lost more than a step. His honest friends admit that privately and is scheduled for a physical on Thursday that, let's be honest, will almost certainly not yield an honest account in the memo released by his doctor. Candidate Donald Trump's physician did some version of the same thing. We have had past presidents in the White House. He mentions Wilson, JFK, and Reagan. Woodrow Wilson had a stroke, was not able to do anything. His wife ran the government for a while at the end of his term. JFK was really pilled up between his back and his Addison's, often addled by the pills. And Reagan was way closer to dying when he got shot than they let us know. Mm -hmm. Uh, All those White Houses did similar things in less transparent ages, but that doesn't make it proper now. As this... Um, you got a word wrong here. Uh, the political and medical reporters will pour over the Biden memo when it comes out. There are apparently no plans to make the presidential physician available for questioning. So the complete waste of time will occur at the first post-memo White House meeting tomorrow, probably, in which reporters will ask the press secretary for various clarifications, and there will be none. All this would matter and be a worse practice not in the public interest if the president were not 80 in decline and poised to run for another term but under these circumstances with an apparent conspiracy between the doctor the biden's the white house staff and the press this is nothing short of a national crisis about which there seems to be no outcry or clear recourse wow he and i are some of the only people i've ever heard saying that essentially what an incredibly precarious spot we're in right now. He calls it a national crisis. You won't hear that anywhere today in the mainstream media. For four years, most of the media wrote stuff about Trump's problems, foibles, and weaknesses every single day. But now we have a man who has obviously declined, and is there, and there is near silence. Enough pretending that we don't see it. This is not the emperor's new clothes, or at least it shouldn't be. 
Why does the dominant media think it's okay to either lie or conceal on the pretense of being good soldiers? They're not supposed to be soldiers for the Democrats. They're reporters. The press's role is not to prop up Biden to stop Trump from becoming president. The media is putting our country in a perilous position. Let the voters decide if Joe Biden in his current state is the right person to be the Democratic nominee and president for four more years. But let them decide based on knowledge of the facts. That sounds to me a a very eloquent and to me persuasive uh, expression of the old school ethos of journalism. He's talking about the way it used to be. You remember we were talking last week, I think it was, about how journalism schools now are teaching, hey, objectivities, please. That's old white guy talk. You're an advocate. Go out there and make your case. Yeah, you're right. That fits in with this pretty good. Uh, He ends with being president's hard under any circumstances. The United States now and in the coming six years will surely face a great deal of peril. Let's get the doctor in the briefing room with medical reporters and have the facts. Um. Yeah, that's something. Uh, I don't know if he's considered a major journalist anymore. He certainly was back in the day, but saying this is a national crisis. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far or not, but it's, man, if it's not, it's awful close. We got a president that is, it's, it's weird. There is so much Trump hangover by so much of the country Willing to ignore that the guy is so far from what he was even when he ran. And when he was yeah. running, he was a long way from what people remembered when he was vice president. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Uh, you know, as to the question of whether um, uh, what's I'm sorry, we're talking about Mark Halperin, right? Yeah. What was his partner's name in, in Game Change? Heilman. Heilman. Yeah, I always I get the two of their last names and Heilman is is an obnoxious lefty these days. But anyway, doesn't matter. Um, but as to whether uh, he still has enough uh, gravitas and respect and the rest of it to, for people to listen to him, ask Matt Taibbi whether he thinks that uh, Halperin does. Matt Taibbi, by daring to challenge the conventional wisdom about Twitter and Elon Musk, has instantly been branded. And if they could hold him down and actually sear this into his flesh, I'm sure they would do it. He's, he has been branded some sort of right-wing nut job now, which he finds hilarious. And, and anybody who knows his act does, too. But that's the way it goes. Bill Maher, put him in the same camp. Yeah. So I guess look forward to the tiny bit of coverage you'll get today and tomorrow on the president's physical. I Maybe it's because we've gotten several emails from folks who have dealt with uh, dementia in their own family, their caregivers or whatever. Um, I find it impossible, given Biden's current state of decline, that he'll be anything close to being marketable as a candidate in a year. It just seems incredibly hard to believe. So what I think is going on, tell me if I'm wrong, is, you know, the whole lame duck thing. Everybody agrees that if you are a lame duck, you can't get anything done with a divided Congress. You can't get much done anyway. But he is going to pretend that he's going to run until the last possible moment. Unless, as you've pointed out, he's so far gone, he thinks he can run. Witness Diane Feinstein. I haven't made that decision yet. Do we still have that uh, tape handy? Oh, right. <laughs> right. She From deci- yesterday. She decided to announce she's not running for the Senate anymore than forgot she decided to announce. Yeah. Had to be told by her staff. We've, we've already announced that. We have? Yeah, go ahead. 
I haven't made that decision. I haven't released anything. It will be my plan. You put out the statement? I didn't know they put it out. Um, so it is what it is. You know, it could get into taking grandpa's car keys territory, as you pointed out before. Even yeah. if Biden's down with the plan now, ask him again in six months. Well, I was going to use that example because you're you're thinking that he is going to willingly uh, give up the best, the most impressive job on planet Earth. You think he's willingly going to give that up. And, you know, there's a lot of examples of having to pry the car keys out of somebody who they don't think they're no longer capable of driving. Everybody no, around them, their wives, their kids, everyone else. Did I say wives? What are we? Um, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, all recognize it, but he doesn't. Uh, um, or she. You know, it's not just. Um, well, and like DiFi, yesterday her, she agreed with her staffers, let's put out the statement. Today she she's forgotten it's happened. And she there, there were loud whispers around the Capitol that she would chew out her staff, yell at them that they hadn't briefed her on something important when they'd done half an hour on it earlier that day. I like this idea of is this a national crisis or not? What's going on in the world? So your idea that... Um, He'll, his decline will be so bad a year from now or whatever that everybody will recognize it. Well, if, we'll, if we're down to it's a binary choice, though, if we're down to that's a binary choice, especially if it's a binary choice between him and Trump, I guarantee you it wouldn't matter how obvious it was. The media is not going to make a big deal out of it. Oh, if it was, if it was Biden, Trump, and it's it's, you know, it's one or the other. God, Biden could wander off and people have to save him from walking into the propellers of Air Force One. Oh, it doesn't gee, have propellers, yeah. it's a jet. But uh, <laughs> you see Only could point. get sucked into the jet. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. We just... Oh, he could be found these, these walking are bad around. possibilities. He could be found Very walking bad. around D.C. in his robe. He's at a convenience store. This idea is a bunch of malarkey. In the middle of his night and the press would still cover it up because the other choice is Trump. <laughs> Unable to control his. I'm not going nuts. Unable to control his body, you know, systems. I I I find that pretty pretty stunning that a uh, at least once major journalist says this is a not just something that should be paid attention to a national crisis. We have a president who's like barely with it. And a half-wit as the Veep. I've told you that a hundred times. But you don't listen until Mark freaking Halperin says it. Why don't you just kiss him? Why don't you? K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Jack and Halperin sitting in a tree, whatever that thing is. You listen to him? Sure you do. I'm sick of the disrespect. <laughs> a national crisis. Do you think it's a national crisis? Text line 415-295-KFTC. Plenty more to talk about. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Teachers, leave those kids alone. Uh, how y'all doing? Actually, today? hey, teachers, teach them something for God's sake. We'll yeah. explain in a moment. No kidding. No kidding. Uh, balloon stuff. We got some balloon stuff for you. It continues to be interesting. Including, why did the Chinese not take the phone call from the sec def after we shot that thing down? That was a pretty, that's a pretty U.S. Soviet Union Cold War sort of move right there. Maybe maybe he was on the john. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like to take calls then either. Somebody just needs to ask. I don't want people to take my calls. I don't like the idea of thinking I'm talking to you while you're in the bathroom. It grosses me out. Just text later. It's fine. <laughs> Nothing urgent. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a big school choice guy. Uh, I really believe that the government schools, particularly of America's cities, have become... Uh, mobbed up, uh, you know, money redistribution centers for the teachers unions, mostly. Um, there are a hell of a lot of brave and, and wonderful, heroic uh, teachers who are trying to teach kids in rough neighborhoods. I'm not, you know, grouping everybody together, but just as an institution, it's become corrupt. Uh, this story is unfreaking believable. I want you to keep in mind as we uh, as we discuss the situation in Baltimore public schools that the CEO of the public schools, Sonia Santalisis. Uh, earns a base salary of $333,000 plus, uh, which rose to four hundred and forty-five dollars with various incentives and, and, and other allowances. That's good money. So, so f- about four hundred and fifty grand. okay? <clears throat> uh, the Baltimore Public Schools are well known for not being very good, but a report just came out that of the 23 public schools in Baltimore, um, th- that are under the survey of uh, this 20 there ought to be more than 23 schools anyway um 23 schools in baltimore are failing their students oh that's it that there are 23 public schools in baltimore where not a single student is at the required level of math not one student in the 10th grade has a 10th grade proficiency in math so i'm guessing those schools were struggling before and then COVID set them back, depending on the school, a year or two. So, yeah, that'd be rough. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true, uh, you know, getting back to the teachers' unions, at least uh, in part. Um, but it's just astounding how bad 
government schools are at this point, how bad the results are, and how nobody's really talking seriously about doing much about it other than they ought to be teaching, you know, little girls that they're little boys and um, how to have uh, uh, sex. Well, I don't... I don't know when when things changed. Uh, one of the things with being an older parent is such a there's such a gap between when I went to school and when my kids went to school. You know, it's several many decades, but things changed a lot. If you weren't up to a certain level, you got held back when I was a kid, and I knew kids that did. You know, all of a sudden in fifth grade, they weren't in your grade anymore. When you went to sixth grade, they stayed in fifth grade because they couldn't read well enough or whatever it was. They mm-hmm. don't do that anymore, and I don't understand why. Well, and it's not like they have extensive tutoring or really rigorous summer no, school or no. no, they just sign the paper. No. It, well, the idea was that it's, it, it hurts people's feelings and it's embarrassing and that's all true. And, uh, you know, stigma and, you know, I remember that talking about kids who were held back. That was a common joke. I mean, there was definitely a stigma. Is it a worse stigma than you graduate high school and you can't get a job because you didn't learn anything, though? That seems like a yeah. worse stigma to have the rest of your life. Old, yeah. um, old unhirable because he can't read. That seems like a worse stigma. So you combine, you know, the current state of that philosophy with the problems I briefly ran down with government schools, and then you have an utter unwillingness to discuss the families and the kids and how whether education is a priority in their homes or not and what to do about that. You know, why are Asian kids different from Indian kids, different from black kids, different from white kids, different from Arab kids, different from uh, African immigrants? Nobody wants to address that. And so you have a situation in Baltimore. Uh, I'll bet I'll bet there are a lot of teachers in Baltimore trying as hard as they can. Maybe not all. Oh, of them. sure. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's even most of them. I wouldn't know. Uh, but I'll bet there's some real heroes in there. But if they are trying to teach kids who are never taught to read they're never read to they never play math games and and nobody in the family prizes education that's an extremely difficult job as a teacher and and those teachers need help and understanding and assets and funding or whatever but nobody wants to talk about that everybody's terrified to talk about that so how can you actually address the problem if you're afraid to uh, if you're afraid to even address it, I was thinking the other day, if there is one phrase I could ban from the English language, it might be blaming the victim. Because any time you want to say, all right, you're you're addressing the symptoms, you're not addressing the, the root causes, uh, societally, uh, you know, uh, culturally, whatever, you're accused of blaming the victim. And that's so unhealthy. Um, I had a point I was going to make in there. What was it? Not blaming the victim, kids today. There's something about kids today. They're trying to learn in school and whatnot. I don't know. They don't hold them back anymore. Damn it, I had a good point to make. Kids aren't learning what they're supposed to learn because the teachers and the COVID. And the, oh, um, I remember now. Um, I wish we would focus more on foreign-born or recently to this country immigrants and how they do versus people that have been in this country for a while because it gets you away from the racial breakdown because then you start Mm -hmm. getting into the well the black this or systemic racism or white supremacy or whatever but uh from lots of studies we've talked about over the years 
You know, you can you can have black kids whose family just came here from Nigeria. They do great. Same with people that came from India or whatever. They do great for a generation or so, and then they fall back in line with the rest of the people in the United States. But so there's something about valuing education in other countries, not skin color, that makes them excel. Right, or just prizing success and, yeah. and working hard. Yeah. yeah. I wish we could focus on that somehow. Uh, if, we, if you miss an hour of the show, you can grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.